This is video podcast 23 from learningradiology.com, Pelvic Trauma, Part 2. Hello, I'm William Herring from Albert Einstein Medical Center in Philadelphia. This podcast is going to focus on fractures of the acetabulum and athletic injuries to the pelvis. Most acetabular fractures occur with severe trauma. They are the result of high-speed motor vehicle accidents or falls from a height. If there's an anterior force that is directed on the femoral head, then that will frequently result in a fracture of the posterior column. If the force is posterior on the femoral head, that will result in a fracture of the anterior column. And a lateral force will result in a fracture of the medial wall of the acetabulum. The acetabulum is composed of two bony columns. The anterior column is made up of the iliac wing, the anterior portion of the acetabulum, which is a portion of the ilium and pubis, and the superior pubic ramus. The posterior column is made up of the posterior aspect of the acetabulum and the ischium. On a conventional radiograph, the anterior column is represented by the iliopubic line, which is also called the iliopectineal line. It forms the anterior aspect of the acetabulum and runs from the ilium to the pubic bone. The posterior column on a conventional radiograph is represented by the ilioischial line. It forms the posterior aspect of the acetabulum and runs from the ilium to the ischium. About 20% of pelvic fractures involve the acetabulum. Conventional radiographs are usually obtained first, but CT is the best way to evaluate for acetabular fractures. There are some special views that are used with conventional radiography. The Jude views are oblique views obtained at a 45 degree oblique angle, and they're especially helpful in evaluating for acetabular fractures. This is a right posterior oblique of the pelvis. The inlet view is an AP view of the pelvis with the X-ray beam tilted 25 degrees quarterly. It's especially useful for evaluating posterior displacements of acetabular or pelvic fractures and for evaluating diastasis of the symphysis. The outlet view is an AP view of the pelvis which is obtained with the beam tilted 35 degrees toward the head. It is especially useful in evaluating for vertical shifts of bones of the pelvis, and it shows the sacrum especially well. The Jude classification of acetabular fractures lists approximately 10 different acetabular fractures. We're going to look at just a few of them. Posterior rim fractures, transverse acetabular fractures, anterior column fractures, and posterior column fractures. Posterior rim fractures comprise about 22% of all acetabular fractures and therefore are common. They can occur with posterior dislocations of the hip and they typically occur as a result of motor vehicle accidents where the force is directed along the femoral shaft posteriorly. This is an example of a posterior rim fracture with a posterior hip dislocation. The red arrow points to the fracture of the posterior rim, the white arrow to the acetabulum, and the F is a label on the femoral head which is dislocated posteriorly and is situated superior and lateral to its normal position. 
Transverse acetabular fractures are fractures that separate the superior from the inferior portions of the innominate bone. You should look for breaks in both the iliopubic and the iliotial lines, and these can be associated with central dislocation of the femoral head. This is a gross example of a central fracture dislocation of the hip. The white arrows are pointing to the complete distraction of the superior and inferior portions of the innominate bone. The F represents the femoral head, which is protruding medially through the acetabulum into the pelvis. Anterior column fractures are rare. They are fractures that are represented by a discontinuity in the iliopubic line. They can be associated with a central dislocation of the femoral head. They are uncommon, as are isolated fractures of the posterior column. But fractures of both the anterior and posterior columns comprise the most common form of acetabular injury. This is an example of a fracture through the anterior column. The white arrow is pointing to a fracture in the pubic bone. Posterior column fractures, also called Walther fractures, are even more rare than anterior column fractures. They are represented on a plain film by fractures through the ilioischial line. They may be associated with posterior dislocation of the femoral head. This is an example of a fracture through the posterior column, as indicated by the white arrow, and posterior dislocation of the femoral head, labeled with the F, which is located dorsal to its normal position in the acetabulum. Avulsion fractures of the pelvis. Avulsion fractures of the pelvis usually occur in athletic individuals. They are more common in males. Most of these fractures occur at the time of puberty when the apophyses have just formed, and the apophyses are the most likely to be avulsed. They occur in those individuals who participate in track events like running, hurdling, and jumping, soccer, and tennis. Fractures of the ischial tuberosity are the most common. They occur at the insertion of the hamstring muscles. They're usually seen in sprinters, hurdlers, gymnasts, and long jumpers. When they heal, they tend to heal with exuberant callus formation, which produces marked enlargement of the ischium. This is an example of a healing fracture of the ischial tuberosity. You could see the marked periosteal reaction and callus formation and enlargement of the healing ischial tuberosity. This should never be mistaken for a bone tumor, such as an osteosarcoma. Avulsion fractures of the anterior inferior iliac spine comprise the second most common type of athletic avulsion fractures of the pelvis, tied with fractures of the anterior superior iliac spine. They occur at the insertion of the rectus femoris, this is an example of an avulsion of the anterior inferior iliac spine. The black arrow is pointing to the avulsed fragment. Avulsion fractures of the anterior superior iliac spine, the ASIS, are tied with fractures of the anterior inferior iliac spine as the second most common fracture. They occur at the insertion of the sartorius muscle. This is an example 
of an avulsion of the anterior superior iliac spine. The white arrow is pointing to the avulsed fragment, the yellow arrow to the position which the anterior superior iliac spine would be in were it not fractured. Avulsion fractures of the lesser trochanter occur at the insertion of the iliopsoas muscle. This is an example of an avulsion of the lesser trochanter. The white arrow is pointing to the avulsed fragment of the lesser trochanter. This is a graphic from learningradiology.com which indicates all of the fractures we've just spoken about and the muscles which insert along with some which we haven't discussed such as fractures of the iliac crest where the abdominal muscles insert, fractures of the greater trochanter where the gluteal muscles insert, and fractures of the symphysis where the adductor group of muscles inserts. Complications of pelvic trauma can include hemorrhage, usually from laceration of a hypogastric artery, and urinary tract injuries, especially ruptured posterior urethra or urinary bladder. This is an example of a pelvic hematoma. The B represents the bladder, which is outlined by contrast from a cystogram. The red arrows are demonstrating that the bladder is being displaced to the right by a pelvic hematoma in the region of the obturator. The white arrow is pointing to one of the pelvic fractures on the left side. This is an example of a bladder rupture. The B is on the bladder, which is visible because of contrast which was injected intravenously, and the red arrow is pointing to an amorphous collection of contrast that lies outside the bladder that represents an extra peritoneal bladder perforation. Other complications of pelvic trauma include sacral plexus and sciatic nerve injuries, especially with fractures of the posterior arch, and rarely infection. Retroperitoneal abscesses can occur in open fractures. Now it's time for your mini quiz. Use the pause button on your computer or MP3 player. This is a 16-year-old with sudden left hip pain. What does the patient have? There is an avulsion fracture of the ischial tuberosity. The red arrow is pointing to the avulsed fragment where the hamstring muscles attach. This was a young athlete. 